Welcome to another episode of What Exits, Jersey Stories. I'm your host, Nick Franco, and with me as always... I'm Pete Riario. And today we have a very, very special guest, Tom's Rivers, Tom's Rivers' favorite son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hard to say that one. Tom's Rivers' favorite son, Todd Frazier. Welcome, Todd. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on here, man. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you for, thank you for, for taking the time. Um, I, I got to ask you, like... Growing up in Tom's River, what what was that like? Like, yeah, it was great. It's it's a big sports town. Uh, you know, goes with the seasons: football, basketball, baseball, uh, wrestling as well. There's a, there's a lot of fantastic athletes that come out of here that are really unknown of unheard of. But you know, they make a lot of guys make their mark in high school and uh, don't do really much after that. But still, a lot of really recognizable people out here. It's in fun town. We got Seaside Park. Uh, 15 minutes away, right on the shore. The ocean's right there. Um, we're an hour and 10 minutes from New York. We're an hour and 20 minutes to Philly. Uh, Atlantic City is about 45, 50 minutes from where I'm from. And, you know, you can go to Washington, D.C. or Baltimore in two hours and a half or three hours. So wow. we're everything. So it, it's it's a great town. And, uh, you know, we love we love each other here. So it's fun. That's I think awesome. even Al Leiter was uh, from Tom's River, right? No, uh, I got, I got to, I got to uh, tell you, he wasn't. I always tell everybody oh. always thinks he's from Tom's River. He was actually from uh, Pine Beach, which is two um, two towns down. He went to Central Regional, which is not Tom's River. He tries claiming yeah. it. I always yell at him. I tell him, <laughs> "You're like you're not from Tom's River." <laughs> no, I always make sure I tell him. You don't know. Right. You're not claiming where I'm from, brother. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get some of those internet sites scrubbed then of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I was gonna say, and and Todd does have say over this because your nickname is the Todd Father. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anything I say goes. <laughs> exactly. Well, well, where did you get that nickname, Todd? Yeah, that happened in Cincinnati in two thousand my second year. Uh the fans uh started calling me the Todd Father and uh it just stuck ever since. My first love playing in Cincinnati and uh it just clicked, you know. I'm from Jersey, you know. I love the Sopranos. Like, I'm actually mm-hmm. gonna go watch uh, the Many Saints in Newark on Tuesday. I'm gonna watch it before it comes out. I got a oh sweet thing uh, I got hooked up with, and I couldn't be happier to be honest. Lucky with you. That is awesome. Yeah, that is <laughs> the, the perks of being uh, like a like from Jersey and uh, like and having a couple of connections. You gotta know somebody. Mm-hmm. You gotta know somebody. You know. How Great. <laughs> I, I I gotta say, you you also said in Tom's River, like you know, very sports um, oriented town. I saw that. Okay, baseball wasn't always your like only sport there. Yeah. Football. You were actually on the 1996 Junior Pee Wee National Champions. Yes, yes. Like, we um we had a good squad, man. We had a really good team, uh, coached by Jack Ponterero, and uh, I was the running back. I got the ball probably 90% of the time <laughs> and uh, I'd either run by you or I'd run around you. So, uh, you know, we, we, we didn't lose a game that year. We ended up winning the whole thing, beating uh, a team from a really good team from North Carolina who wasn't beaten either. And uh, oh, wow, we pretty much shocked them because these, we were smaller, we were, uh, but we were tougher at the end of the day. So we figured it out. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Actually like usually in football, like, like the mindset usually is like, Oh, a lot of like the, you know, southern states like Texas, yeah, you know, like Carolina, and that, yeah, you know, like you know, they have usually the uh, big football programs in that. But you know, don't discount Jersey; we've had some great ones actually. Oh, yeah. without, a doubt, without a doubt. So, I mean, a couple of those guys went on to play some some significant college ball, but that was pretty much it. But uh, yeah, we had we had a really good squad, and uh, everybody like 
we didn't we loved to hit now that, that was our main thing we weren't afraid of anybody big tall or small <laughs> you're gonna feel us so do you stay in Excellent. touch uh todd with some of your high school uh mates that you you know um uh that you were you know on the football team with um yeah yeah i mean yeah. We, i have a group text with a couple guys and um excuse me um yeah, we, we do. We talk about Rutgers actually a lot. I have a Rutgers text. I have Excellent. a high school text. And then, um, you know, everybody cheers me on and stuff. So it's uh, got everybody's doing well. And it, it, it's a fun group. I wish I could go back in high school. I had a really good time at Tom Deere South and I uh, really enjoyed it. Huh. Oh, awesome. Right. Awesome. I got I got to ask you, like when you were playing um, uh, baseball at Tom's River South, did you actually start seeing like the scouts in the stands? Like like when you were playing after a while, like. Was, was oh, that like a commonplace thing or? Oh, without a doubt. And that started um, <laughs> my, my sophomore year on and uh, it grew, grew from one guy to five guys. And then my, my senior year was like 15, 20 at each game. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I remember guys at Rutgers, same thing. When I went to Rutgers, it was every game. And uh, the guys there thanked me because actually, you know, I probably a little bit to do with it, but I had six other guys get drafted and get an opportunity to play in the big leagues as well from that team, which was pretty neat. That's awesome. Actually, you, you hold a lot of the uh, – you're in the top six of every offensive category at Rutgers. Mm-hmm. When, when you uh, ended there, nice. like you were in top six in every offensive category but one. Do you know which one it was? Um, offensive? I would say triples. That's the one. <laughs> so what happened, Todd? <laughs> I was pretty fast when I was in college, too, because I would hit him over the fence. That was the problem. There's nothing I can do about that. <laughs> yeah, you can't make it to three when you're going for four. That's right. 100%. 100%. But, but re- rewinding a little, back in Little League, like, like what, what, what do you remember about, like, starting – um, well, actually, like just getting into baseball itself, what are your first memories as far as like playing, you know, like first little league team, like, like what was, what was your inspiration? Was it just all your friends were playing, your brothers were playing, yeah, what, what, was, watching the Yankees? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was probably my brothers, my brother, I tried doing everything they did and, uh, you know, eventually I surpassed them in pretty much everything just because of them. They always wanted me to be the greatest. They would never settle, you know, even in basketball. They're like, all right, if we're playing street basketball, you're not playing with your friends. You're playing with people my age or their age. Uh, so um, I always played with greater competition. I was never afraid of them, never backed down. And uh, eventually as we got older, I was the youngest guy, but I was the first one picked in all the games we played. So I got to give it to my brothers. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and I enjoyed watching Paul O'Neill growing up. I mean, they were always on TV, the Yankees and the, and the Red Sox and – I really, really enjoyed the uh, when they played each other. Mm. Awesome. Yeah, I was going to say, does that have anything to do with uh, your, your number throughout most of your major league career being 21? <laughs> sort of, yes, yes. Sort of. so, uh, <laughs> yeah, Paul O'Neill was 21, and uh, that's definitely uh, part of it for sure. Awesome. Great. But now, b- b- back in Little League, like uh, I'm sure like your first major exposure like uh, for, for a lot of people was – 1998. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. W- where you were, uh, it was the Tom's River East American Little League All-Star Team. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, w- w- what was it like being part of that team before we get into, like, the, the, the main part of the uh, story there? But, like, b- between, like, like, your whole Little League career, like, you know, like, all the 
teams that you may have been on. What was it like being part of that particular team? Yeah, well, we kind of knew. My brother went in 95. He went to Williamsport Jeff in 95, and I, we were nine years old at the time. And I was with Joey Franceschini, our second baseman, and R.J. Johansson, our center fielder, and we kind of told each other, like, "Low, guys, this is it. This is Mecca. We need to come here. We won everything from eight years old on, and uh, we didn't miss a beat. So for us, you know, it was it was time. So we had to get ready to go, and we had a couple, you know, a lot of fortunate, lucky bounces our way, but at the same time, we were really good. And uh, Jesus, lo and behold, we won the whole thing. I don't know how we did it. I don't know. <laughs> the stars were. Blind. I had no clue, but you know, we did. Did, did it have anything to do with the stuffed gorilla? <laughs> no, I, yeah, had some magic in there for sure, for sure, without a doubt. The beat, it, 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 now, did, did the gorilla have a name? Uh, it, well, we just called we our nickname was the beast from the east. We, I don't think we named him, we, we just called him the beast, I guess. Okay, so, so, so that's where Beast from the East came from. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. I watched that ESPN uh reunion you had w- with yeah. uh. You know your your fellow uh, players there, and um, it seemed like there was such a great camaraderie on that team. Did, did you yeah. also, I mean, um, feel that, or was that a truth? Or yeah, without a doubt, without a mm. doubt, we'd have a home run derby every practice, a fielding contest. We had our practices were fun. Our coaches made it fun, and uh, we were eleven and two eleven year olds, and all the rest twelve year olds, and we were just having a blast, just wanting to play the little league baseball. And fortunately, we're the last one standing, and um, yeah, we we yeah. had. A- camaraderie everybody loved each other which was great usually there's you know it could be some tension but uh, of course not not with our team you know we, we were we were fun we had a fun time now, now you you had a question todd and like you, you don't know how you guys won, won the whole thing D- does nine for 15 four home runs a grand slam 10 rbis 11 runs playing shortstop <laughs> going four for four and then being the winning uh the the, the pitcher that had the game winning strikeout <laughs> yes. does that have anything right. to do with it <laughs> sure, uh, say some of it yeah that guy one man army <laughs> god bless him he, he, he i bet he made him to be a major league player one day that kid there but yes <laughs> hey, i don't know who we're talking about let me look up his name uh yeah oh todd frazier okay yeah, yeah you might know him then i don't know it might be related <laughs> that, that's kind of when i took off man in baseball to be honest with you i took off and um I didn't look back after that. You know, I just yeah. kept going up and up. And um, I said, I want to be a baseball player. And eventually, and when I tell kids, I said, when your dreams come true as you get older and you dream something and it comes true, there's nothing better. Awesome. Can't imagine. And yeah. I can I can imagine now also as being part of that Little League team on, um, I think, it was, what was it, September 1st? Yeah, September 1st, 98. You guys actually got to go to Yankee Stadium and line yeah. up with your counterparts yeah what was that like it was unbelievable it was unbelievable Derek Jeter and uh I think it was his fourth or fifth year man and he was he was a stud you know still a young puppy at the time but uh it, it was really unique I, I think Chuck Knobloch was to the right of me and Luis Soho to the left so I got to meet two out wow. of the guys as I got older too I didn't see Chuck Knobloch when I got older but um you know, it was really unique um, that Paul O'Neill actually came to us and signed autographs, which I, I didn't even need anything else after that. So it was- wow. <laughs> it's like mission fulfilled. <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny, Todd. I read a story about Mike Trout that he also, you know, he was a, a big uh, Derek uh, Jeter fan and that when he was a rookie, um, he actually got, you know, a chance to play against the Yankees. And he actually, when he was standing, I think on, uh, might have been on third base, but said to, he, he actually said to, um, 
Jeter. to Jeter. Hey, will you sign this baseball for me as a rookie? And <laughs> and Jeter actually did that for Trout. He, wow. he signed it and gave it to him post game. So oh, it's like he also got to live, I guess, that you know dream of like one day meeting you know some of his heroes, right? Yeah, and I was and yeah. I was very fortunate to play in uh, my first All Star game and Derek's uh, last All Star game. So yeah, oh, and, and in fact, like when. Um, when the Yankees played Cincy, actually, I think you were their representative in like yep. they, they had like a, a ceremony for his, uh, his, fa- his farewell tour. We gave him, I walked out and gave him his present from Cincinnati. We took a picture. It was uh, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah. It's awesome. awesome. And I pinch myself every day of what I've been through in baseball and uh, hopefully what can happen in the future. Maybe I'm not done yet. We'll see. Good for That's you. That's awesome. That, now, like, uh, you know, like going on to the actually speaking of the major parts here um what you actually got drafted twice yes yes <laughs> uh, what, what yeah, was one, that first one like a surprise like right out of high school it's like oh yeah the the, the rockies have selected you in the 37th round it's like yep. what sorry yes well for me um a lot of guys get that done to be honest with you they take oh. you in the later rounds if they got more money left over which you really wanted They'll call you and say, hey, listen, this guy didn't take it. We have, you know, just say, I think I was looking for like $500,000 at the time. They didn't have the money. But if they did, I might have thought about going to Colorado Rockies. But mm. once you get drafted that low, you kind of know you're going to uh, college. And, mm. and then you get drafted once more when you turn 21. So it's kind of a unique experience because, you know, a guy like Al Leiter's son, um, he was going to college no matter what. And he could have made three, four, five million at a high school. But now he made eight million because he made a choice to go into college, which is pretty uh doesn't happen to many people, but to him it definitely did. That's that's awesome. Interesting. Yeah. And now yeah, getting drafted now by the Reds, first round rather than thirty seventh round. Yes. What, what what was it like in like like basically the anticipation of like waiting for your name to be called? Like Yeah, that was describe that. <laughs> it, it was tough because my agents call me, he's like, You might go eighteenth, you might go twenty fourth, you might go twenty eighth. Uh, this team, he's, and then all of a sudden he told me, you're not going no later than 38th pick. And that was to the Padres. And um, lo and behold, the 34th pick, or the 37th pick, and the Padres, they were ready to sign me. But they said, you might go earlier, be ready. And he called me and said, the Reds scooped you up, and um, you're going to Cincinnati. So, yeah, it's a back-and-forth battle. You're texting your agent, like, what the hell's going on here? What's this? What's that? <laughs> and, um, you know, first-round supplemental pick uh, was pretty cool. That's awesome. Like yeah. now, were you? Was there any like hope of like okay, you know, like particular teams drafting you? Like you know, it's like oh, I hope I go to X. Yeah, you know, I like- would like to stay close to home. Yankees, Mets, you know, Phillies. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, it worked out for the while. I played for both those teams. Besides the Phillies, thank God they're pain in the butt. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's tough. Tough living over there. But at the end of the day. I got to f- fulfill a lot many people. I mean, there's only like 60 or 70 people that ever played for their, you know, maybe even less for the Yankees and Mets. And I got both jerseys hanging in my man cave, which is which is uh, pretty unique, especially being from Jersey. Mm. That that is pretty sweet. Now, a, a, as a Red, like, but like I, I know there's standout moments. Like everybody knows. To you, what was like? Your like one of your favorite moments on being uh, with the Reds. Oh man, there was there was a whole bunch because I played for them the longest. Uh, mm-hmm. Besides the home run derby, I mean you can't beat that. At the end of the day, uh, I, I would say I had my first walk off home run there, and I think that's pretty unique. Uh, not many people get to say that, and uh, 
That was uh, versus Atlanta, right? Yep, versus Atlanta Braves. And um, it was pretty cool. You dream about that, playing in the backyard, playing with your buddies. 3-2 pitch, you know, walk off. And it was it came true. So that was pretty exciting. Uh, clinching the division in 13 was awesome. Um, yeah, there, there's got to be a bunch more. But off the top of my head, you know, you know, hit my first home run there, too. I think it was pretty unique. Yeah, that was uh, versus Zito, right? I think was the pitcher. Yeah, you, you did your homework. I tell you right now. <laughs> I, I, I try. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, for sure. You have Cy Young mm. Award winner, too. Big curveball. Took yeah. deep. Awesome. And cool. now you, you mentioned the home run derby. Uh, in well, that was what 2015. Well, yep. actually, 2014, you were in the Derby and came in second. Yes. But then next year, not only are you an All Star, but you're also the Major League representative of the All Star Game. Yep. <laughs> and on top Crazy. of it, your your, your brother, um, um uh, it's your brother uh, Chuck, right? Chuck. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. He's pitching to you, and you win the home run derby. At your home stadium. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't be more perfect. Right? Yeah, everything worked out perfect again. Mm-hmm. And then my other brothers on the sidelines, they're hyping me up. I called him my hype man at the time. So, <laughs> uh, everything worked out perfectly. Uh, I wasn't losing that match because it was something – it worked out beautiful. The fans, they, they pretty much willed me to win. They were so exciting. And uh, I still get people this day, every couple of weeks, always says that that's one of their best moments ever. Um, in Cincinnati, and uh, I love him, man. Thank you, Cincinnati, always. Mm. Oh yeah, and, and do you know? Do you realize you were the first player in 25 years to do that? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Ryan Sandberg, he won it, but he won like two nothing. So yeah. there's only- <laughs> slight difference. <laughs> I don't even think you count that one, man. That, that's a tough. <laughs> I, I, I had I had like 30 something homer, 40 homers, so. Whatever it is, what it is. I'm just joking. But home run derby wins a home run derby win. Yeah, and, and actually, you like you were in the home run derby again, of uh, and you you came in second versus Giancarlo St- uh, Stanton. But do you also know that the two of you, as the the one two in the final, have the highest <laughs> amount of home runs? I uh, know that that's going to change with Pete Alonso. That guy's hitting him. To the- <laughs> but uh, I'll slow say- him down. I'll take first place for now. And uh, I think Pete might have broke that this year. So we'll see. Mm. Uh, but, but, you know, that, 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 that was pretty awesome. Like, again, we were hoping for the repeat. But, yeah. you know, like it, it, it was still incredible to watch. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Now, like with your other teams, like, okay, from Cincy you went to. Oh, actually, no. One more thing on Cincy. I got to b- bring up. Yeah. May, May, what was it? May 12th, I think it was. Huh? May, May 12th, 2012. You had an interesting day. Okay. Um, I'm, trying, see. I'm trying to remember. Okay. That 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 evening, whoop, you still there, yes. Chad? Okay, He's there. Uh, no problem. <laughs> uh, that evening or uh, afternoon, you actually, you, you had a home run that not many people can hit a home run this way. You had the thrown bat home run. <laughs> Do you remember that? I threw the bat. May tw- I threw the bat. When and I'm trying to remember. Well, I, th- I think it was May 12th. Hold on a second. Let, let me just make sure. It was. Oh no, I'm sorry. It was May 27th. May 27th, uh, 2012. Okay. Yeah, you, you had the thrown bat home run. 
Oh, yes, against Jamie Moyer. All right. <laughs> now he's got it. <laughs> now we're good. Yeah, man. That was – it was a sticky day, and it's weird. It's like you feel like you, you don't need as much stickum, but I put too much on my gloves, and you'd think your hands would stay stuck, but it's not. It actually made them slicker. And, oh. Uh, I threw – you know, the old saying is throw the, throw, the, throw the bad head and, you know, throw the hands and uh, good things will happen. Throw the bad head to the ball, and that's what I did, and I got lucky. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone. I, I, I've never seen anyone else hit a hit a home run that way. So. No hands <laughs> on impact. The knob of the bat was off my hand by an inch. It was unbelievable. So I really hit a home run by throwing the bat at the ball. <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, that same day, didn't you save a man's life with the Heimlich maneuver? I, I don't, it wasn't the same day, but that, it that was that was in Pittsburgh. The okay. other one was at home in Cincinnati. But yeah, <laughs> crazy, crazy. Um, I don't know. I've just been through the, been, I've been through it all. It's not. I was gonna say you. <laughs> your life is just. Uh, about that, I saved him with the high. Like I've never heard from him since that day, which is kind <laughs> of social, with, especially with social media. Maybe he just did, didn't want to be seen. I I don't know. Yeah. Or, or or maybe he's one of these people that just doesn't do the social media at all. You know, like. Yeah. 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 No. I. I. Some, there's something. Something going on. I don't know. I just. I'm trying to stay out of the spotlight now, so I'm just trying to relax. <laughs> and, and and also uh, for Cincy 2012, you were the um, National League Outstanding Rookie uh, by yep. the Ma Major League Players Association. You were nominated. Uh, you were uh, what? You're not nominated, but you won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was probably better than getting it because the the sports writers pick who the Rookie of the Year is, right? Which which is pretty silly because <clears throat> it's kind of kind of political. There's some homers and. Guys like picking a the guy they like. You only, you know, some guys only get to see me play three games out of the year. So it's like, oh, it's like they're looking at stats instead of looking at who's better. But yeah, right. I'll take that every day of the week. That's voted on by the players. And um, that should be who the true winner was. But unfortunately, it wasn't. But at the same time, I have that hanging in my man cave, um, which is pretty cool too, as well. You know, I, I'm going to jump uh, now because I know you got to go in a couple minutes here. So, um, you, you got to play for the Yankees. You were traded from the White Sox to the Yankees. Yes. And you got to be on that incredible run to the, like, uh, the championship series. Yeah. And, and I, I got to say, you, you were like, kind of like an extra coach <laughs> on that team. You, you, mm. you, you were, you were getting the guys amped and going and, you know, like making the plays and, you know, like, and whatever was you know, like needed <laughs> for that team. Like, yeah. And, Whatever was needed. When you're in the playoffs, anything goes. Uh, I'm a big believer in momentum. I'm a big believer in being excited and emotion, having tons of emotion and talking the whole time. That's how I grew up. If you weren't talking in the dugout, you weren't playing. So you have to chatter and and bring it, bring your all. And that's what I tried doing. Uh, whether it was coaching up some guys or or being ready to play, play third base or coming for a pinch hit. Um, you know, unfortunately, the Astros cheated and uh, we didn't get our chance to win a World Series. Yeah. Feel like that's get swept under the rug everybody's like move on well why should i move on you cheated me so uh, <laughs> right. and they got away with it and no, man, I, I, I know what you're talking about <laughs> right um uh, and, and and that's just because like you know, like I'm, I'm a fan for you know both the yankees and the mets but no they cheated <laughs> yeah yeah I, I mean pete rose he, he he what did he he gambled uh for his team but he still can't get in the hall of fame you know i know that's yeah. that's bad don't get me wrong but these guys use computerized chips. They use microphones. They use uh, cameras. 
Yeah, stealing signs uh, mm-hmm. and to everything. win ball games. I think that's that's even worse. And yeah. uh, you know, you, you got yourself help. like you know, right? Like how different the outcome would have been had oh, none of that I, happened, I, right? I believe we would have been World Series champs, but right. You know, I believe it too. It uh, it is that that was my last chance or my only chance, if you want the truth, to uh, make it to a World Series, and it would have been East meets West with the Dodgers. I thought that would have been awesome. Yeah, and oh, and that would have been a classic too, because Yankees Dodgers back from. Like, I know you're a little young. Yeah. I'm the old guy. Well, actually, no, Pete's the oldest guy here. But uh, <laughs> Brooklyn Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Not not just with the Brooklyn Dodgers. But like, I remember the 70s series is uh, like against oh, yeah. the Dodgers, yeah. like with with Reggie and Thurman and you know, yeah, right. Baker, I think, was on that team. God. Yeah. A goose gossage. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Ron Guidry. <laughs> yeah. All yeah, legends. Th- 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 those teams were like incredible. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt about it. And Todd, wasn't your first, um, you know, uh, home at bat was against the Reds in Yankee Stadium, or? Yeah, you know? it was bases loaded. I, I but, I, but then you, you hit like a, was it short, was short, it a triple short. or? I don't... <laughs> one run scored, but we, they turned a triple play. It was probably the oh yeah yeah <laughs> wow the <laughs> the worst that thing to... ever happened. But a, a plus came out of it. We scored and still won the game, which was good. Right. God, that had to be electrifying. I mean, to to, to do that, you know, on your first at bat, right? Yeah, it was it was you different. Know? It was different for sure. Yeah. Okay, we're going to speed through this because yeah, you you got to go. But um, mm-hmm. again, with the Mets, one one awesome thing you actually got to do with the Mets, you your your lifetime major league ERA is zero. Oh. Your whip is zero because you and you you threw a K. As a pitcher for the Mets, I was you threw, the only, you threw yeah. in a, a scoreless inning. I was the only one that day to go one, two, three inning. We gave up so many runs. <laughs> Every pitcher that came in either gave up a run or didn't have a one, two, three inning. I went pop out the center, line out the center, strike out, and uh, I was I was dealing. I didn't want to get off the mound. Thirteen pitchers. It was money, man. I'll never forget it for as long as I live. Wow. And uh, another real quick. What was it like playing for the United States in the Olympics? Um, and mm. that was the best. That the culmination of my career. Um, I wish everybody can understand what what it means to play for your country. Um, I couldn't be, I couldn't have been more excited. You know, as an older guy on the team, uh, it was just so much fun. Too bad we couldn't win the gold. You know, Japan won it fair and square. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, but no, I got you. But no, I, silver I, I got I, I, I got to ask you though. Do you think? Any of the guys were, were any of the guys on the Japanese national team? They're from the Little League World Series of 1998. No, no, no. <laughs> that would have been interesting. That would have been crazy. But I think that the, the, the town Kashima, Japan, wasn't that far off. So if oh, there wow. could fans, maybe I could have met up with a couple of the guys and had a root beer with them. That would have been funny. Is oh, the silver been... medal hanging in the man cave? Not yet. Not yet. Not I was yet. Still showing it off to people. So probably in the next couple of months. Awesome. Awesome. And, and congratulations on that. Thank you. Oh, yes. Congratulations. And, and thank you. Thank you for representing our country. No doubt, man. It, it was a beautiful thing. Thank you. Okay. I know now you also have, uh, well, you, you've had for a while, but Frazier Baseball. Yeah. You, you, you want to explain that really quick? Because I know for, for the kids that yeah, want yeah. to be a Todd Frazier, what, 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 what can they expect from Frazier Baseball? Yeah. My brother Charlie runs it. Uh, I, I do a lot of camps with him when I'm home. And, uh, you know, they had a bunch of teams and then that didn't, you know, they, uh, the teams went on and moved on to another organization, but um, he runs camps, lessons, and uh, it's a big ordeal over here in Tom's River and in the tri-state area. 
we get hundreds of kids coming to camps. We actually have one coming in October, um, early October. Um, so we're, we're really excited. I think we're doing it at Montclair State. Um, I don't remember the exact Ooh. date, to be honest. But um, it's going to be a great time no matter what. Sweet. And, and you're teaching these kids like like the fundamentals? and Fundamentals. Getting out there, mm -hmm. playing games, uh, making sure they're in the right position to field a ball, to hit a ball, and uh, try and perfect their craft no matter what age you're at. That's awesome. Excellent. And and lastly, what's next for Todd Frazier? Do you think you, you, you might get into, say, like coaching or sports casting or – I don't know. What, what, what's next? Yeah, it's, a, it's another good question. I'm going to take this year off. Uh, I might want to try and make uh, get on one more team. I think I owe it to myself, you know, if I want to do it. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. I want to be with my family. Do I know that? I want to be around them more. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, something works out and we can figure something out because uh, uh, I don't know how much longer I can be at home, you know, without doing something because I'll get bored. I, but with my kids, they keep me on my toes. So I'll figure it out That's awesome. and uh, just keep on moving forward. That's awesome. And, and also just like uh, one last thing. Yeah. That, that was awesome. Your, uh, your, your nephew being in the yep. little league world series this year, That was cool. <laughs> uncle Todd in the Olympics <laughs> and, uh, and him it, in the uh, was, little league it, world series. It was a great summer for the Frazier family uh, through and through for sure. Yeah. Awesome. What a Todd, storybook life, man. You've had. It's great. Thank you, man. I appreciate yeah. it. You've got to go, but thank you yeah. so much for yeah, this Thank you, Todd. So no appreciate words, your guys. time. Thanks for having me. I had a blast. Yes. And, Excellent. And, and, and thank you to my beautiful wife, Tracy, for putting yes. this together. Yeah. Trace on Definitely. the case. That's my girl. Thanks for my fight. <laughs> <Hello. laughs> hey, Todd, good luck with uh, all your endeavors, man. Thank you. You guys thank too. You, thanks Todd. again. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Now, Pete, that was fun, Nick. That 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 that, that was a lot of fun. You're like, again, yeah, he's such a good guy, go. man. You could tell, like, he's enthusiastic and passionate. Yeah. That's what I really thought came across in the interview. You know, Definitely. his passion uh, for the sport, right? Yeah. If, unfortunately, also, uh, I, I feel bad. The uh, technical, uh, yeah, the technical debate's okay. <laughs> but, but I'm I'm glad we got to speak with Todd. It's amazing. Yes. And there's so much, you know, more we could have gone through in his career. But sure. Yeah, like. It, uh, I'm sorry. What's that? No, I'm saying you, you hit the highlights, so that's uh, you yeah, know, the good thing. Like it, and like you know, he was talking about Pete Rose. You know, Pete Rose has hit over four thousand uh, hits. Well, Todd himself has hit over a thousand hits mm -hmm. in the major leagues. So, right, that's uh, no small feat. So interesting yeah, that he it, says that you know he'd he'd like to try out one more time, right? For I know he's a free agent now. Yes. Um, was he with the he was at uh, Pittsburgh the last team? Yes, yeah, the, right? the beginning of this year he was with yeah, Pittsburgh. Right. But then they were gonna option him um like you know, like uh down to the minors, but uh he chose instead to become a free agent, of which time actually led to him being part of the uh international with the Olympics. Exactly, right. Yeah, so it it'd be great just to to see him kind of like a last hurrah, you know. Um and I, I almost felt like he's like saying like it'd be nice you know he wants he wants to spend more time with his family well how great would it be if you know oh someone like with a you know <laughs> a local team that we may know like exactly uh, that begins with an m or a y kind of had him back you know for one last last hurrah it would be uh nice to see very much so right now now, now pete you, you also i i know uh uh, when we had Elliot on, you, you yes. had a game, and you know, like you, you were preparing a game for today. So, I, you know, let, let, let's play a game. Like we we haven't done it. Yeah, we didn't. Well, I mean, we, you we, know, we Elliot Tony, was but. Elliot was so fascinating that it was just impossible. I mean, and, and we spent an hour and a half with him, if I'm not mistaken, yes. right? Yeah. And 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 it was just uh, 
there just there wasn't a, I wanted to play uh, you know one of the games with him but um that we normally do at the end of our shows but it just he he had so much fascinating <laughs> material about his uh his career that you know we never, didn't get to it so so here's the game we were going to play with Elliot Kalen um okay. uh I, I call it cinematic landfill now <laughs> Listen, I love my garden state, and it's just a uh, it's a joke about <laughs> it being a landfill. We know it's not. Um, we know. Yeah, it, it's an inside joke. In other words, like, they don't know our jersey. Um, so <laughs> these are fantastic films that are, um, you know, the, shot in New Jersey. Well, maybe some not so fantastic, actually. <laughs> but just so people know, like, you know, The Irishman was filmed here. That's Scors- Scorsese's uh, picture, uh, Joker was filmed um in New Jersey. Now, again, I think certain, you know, scenes, I'm not saying the, right, the entirety right. yeah, that, of the film. Not always full movies, but major scenes and such yes. like of these films were filmed in Jersey. Correct. Yeah, The Wolf of Wall Street, another Scorsese film, The Godfather. I'm sure you probably knew that, right, Nick? Yeah. That yeah, 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 yeah that, that was actually we uh I think on our movie uh episode, we talked about uh, the scenes by it, it was uh it was near Liberty State Park. They they were uh, they were there. Yeah, you're right on that. And Goodfellas, if you're seeing a pattern here with Scorsese films in Jersey, (laughs) you are a winner. Hold on a second. And wait, hold on. The Many Saints of Newark is coming out this year. Oh, wait, no. (laughs) So anyway, these these are films that are really uh, I call it cinematic landfill because um, of the the films themselves were they were not critic darlings at all. In fact, um, probably hovering around the zero percent uh, Rotten Tomatoes meter well, between okay. zero and ten. So um, let, let's start off. And, and you know, while, while they think in making these movies, thank you. Um, that was a terrible joke, wasn't it? All right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> people are like, what are they talking about? All right. Wawa's are all over New Jersey. It's our second yes. Here we go. <laughs> a magical film. Oh, Chris, we got you. Yep. Oh. Chris is back. I, I didn't have the screen on because I was uh, reading, but <laughs> now I see him. He has magical, magically appeared. All right. So this magic, it's a magical film, yet at times also a silent film. Magicians stalked by a lunatic shot in Atlantic City and Brigantine. <laughs> Can you guess the name of the movie? Wait, magicians stalked by a lunatic. A magical film, yet at times also a silent film. Magicians stalked by a lunatic. No country for old men. Come on now, guys. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty good guess. Uh, let's see. I don't. I don't think the prestige was necessarily silent or. Uh... <laughs> Marcel Marceau goes to Newark. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right. Do you want the answer? Harry Houdini. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, what is it? It's it's Penn and Teller get killed. Oh, which I, probably like nobody remembers. <laughs> I, I, I remember about that film. You know, I've never actually seen it, but I know of that film, the premise, and you mm-hmm. know, the whole. I, oh wow, I forgot that huh. that was filmed in Jersey. Yeah, it, it shot in Atlantic City and Brigantine, New Jersey. Oh, nice. Huh. Brigantine, very nice area. Um, you will never get this one, but that's okay. We'll have fun with it. A 1981 slasher movie. This film follows a group of college students who are stalked and murdered in Cape May during their graduation party by someone wearing a GI uniform. The killer is depicted as a war veteran from World War II and responsible for killing his ex-girlfriend in 1945. In 1980, he went on a killing spree at the anniversary of her death. This starred Lawrence Tierney, who played Joe Cabot in Reservoir Dogs. 
I think that was the older guy, right? In Reservoir yeah, Dogs, yeah, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, crap. Wait, wait, wait. Let's see. That's an old serial killer. Just, just putting that into context. It's, it's, it's a, like one of those like old ass slasher movies that. Yeah, it, it, at the height of the. A slasher. Friday the Thirteenth wannabe. Yeah. Um. Uh, was was that? No, that wasn't. That wasn't. Prom night, right? No, but you have that first initial correct. Oh, crap! 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 The, and then the, the P is correct. <sighs> I don't think you're going to get this because it's such a uh, kind the of crazy the, thing is I, I, I know this. Like, you might like, even remember like the movie poster if you saw it. Yeah, so yeah. did I when I looked it up. Oh, what the hell was that? Uh, I got nothing. I mean, these are difficult questions. Yeah, so I don't expect Valentine, anyone to get it. It wasn't Blood Beach. It wasn't. Uh, no, Blood Beach. Oh, I had that on VHS. Thank you for reminding me of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was like these underground worms, like uh, yeah. tremors almost, yeah, right? Pull, yeah, pulling people down the sand. Yeah. Yes. That's a cool uh, idea. I, I, I forget, Pete. What, All right, Nick, it? it's The Prowler. Prowler. Okay. Prowler. All right. Damn it. Here's one you may or may not get. Um, Unlike the baby switch by Zira in Escape from the Planet of the Apes, the switch in this movie occurs with a bag containing proof of a mob hit. Now, where the, this was filmed in New Jersey, but I in my notes, I do not have where in New Jersey, but it was... Um, Proof of a mob hit. It's not, uh, it it heads in a duffel bag, right? Yes, very good, Nick. 2002 film. Very, wow. You pulled that out. (laughs) Bravo, my man. Bravo. That was your first guess. What? Yeah, how did you do that? Gosh darn it. All right, here's our last one. The model in this 1981 erotic thriller would have loved to hear the plane, the plane, so she could get the hell out of her never-ending epidermis construction nightmare from an oh. obsessive Carl Kinski, played by a young Bruce Dern, filmed in Ocean City, New Jersey. And I gave you a clue in that. Yeah. As to uh, the name of the film. Um. You want to hear it again? Well, no, no, no. I'm, I, I, I'm trying to focus on that. Clue, like. I'm just wondering if the title is that word or if it's just one of the words in the title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's obviously not epiterminal speed. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> but very good guess. Uh, I'm, I'm, okay, is it called just tattoo? Yes, Nick. Very good. Ding, 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 man. <laughs> and what prizes do we have for him, Chris? <laughs> A beautiful vacation to the wonderful island of Guam. You get a shared universe cozy, keeping your beer cool at day and night. <laughs> Are, is there a cozy for a shared universe or not I don't yet? know, is there? We should get that because we have so many beer podcasts. That's yeah, like, I was going to say. And you guys that should be a no-brainer. Also, aren't you like still uh, sponsored by Ross Brewing too? Yes, yes, oh, we yeah. are. So, yeah. you know, I, I was gonna say, I see a joint venture right there. Very good. <laughs> they can have that. I don't want any, you know, residuals. No. Okay. Oh, okay. Just, just one percent royalties. Royalties. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> Not, no, just, just, just a free cozy. That's it. <laughs> just a, right. Exactly. Just give me one free cozy. Day. One free cozy. That's, that's all, all we all ask. I need. <laughs> Chris, did you manage to sneak yourself in a cameo like Ming did uh, into the new Kevin Smith? Uh, I Clerks didn't thing? get to do it. Uh, I'm pretty sure 
everyone else around me and their mom got to. I know, right? And, That's and a, the biggest be on that thing <laughs> was uh, you didn't ask. And yeah. I was like, Aww. who's – you don't just <laughs> ask. You don't ask. <laughs> Ouch. But I got to see all the behind the scenes, and that was cool. That's good. Yeah. Awesome. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah, and it, it was nice uh, actually seeing you a couple weeks ago too, Chris. You know, I know. At, 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 it was for KP Burke, our, you know, like our friend. Oh yeah, you know, the Smodcastle, you know, right? Loser. Yeah, at Smodcastle. Yeah, you know, like yeah, you know, he's the host of American Loser, but he actually filmed and you know like uh, uh, going to have an album coming out from his uh, shows at Smodcastle. Uh, it was uh, Escape from Jacksonville was the yes. title of the. I love that of the show. And, and it was it, escape indeed. Yes, and it, it was fantastic. So th- thank you, Christian, and 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 the and the gang for putting that together. That was awesome. That was amazing. Could you believe two sold out shows? Not just one. Wow. Two. Yes, and I, and I was at both. Yay! Yes, you even in the beginning comic actually picked you for the first one of it. Yes, 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 uh, Jackie Bird. Yep. <laughs> That's great. Who's actually Pete from from our neck of the woods? She's from Paramus. Oh, get out! <laughs> Fantastic. But it, 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 it's it's kind of cool. Uh, th- that day, I also got to do something that probably not many people can say they've done. I I was down in uh, Belmar that day with with my uh, karate dojo. Uh, you know, shout out to um, Maywood Karate, Maywood. Uh, Academy of Okinawan Karate in uh, on, uh, Pleasant Avenue in uh, Maywood, but um, anyway, we, we had Beach Day, and from there I rushed up to Leonardo for the oh. shows. The problem is there was no place to really do a change over there in uh, in, uh, in, in uh, what you call Belmar, because like they also had some events going on. Like one of the places that probably I normally could have changed they, they, there was like a whole thing going around because it was also it happened on September 11th yeah. so they were having like mm-hmm. ceremonies so I'm like oh yeah excuse me let me uh, cut through the bagpipers and uh, <laughs> go through but yeah so basically I, I have the distinction of changing at the quick stop I was I was gonna make a joke about that but it's true <laughs> Here, here's the, here, here's the interesting thing. The quick stop itself does not have a public restroom. I got to change in the cooler. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that's great, man! Yes, wow, I got to change in the cooler of the quick stop. <laughs> oh man, that uh, <laughs> too funny. Oh um, man, that, yeah, that 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 that, that was fun. And, and again, it's just one of those like, okay, you know, talk about your Jersey stories. Yeah, um, yeah, I was down the Jersey Shore. I didn't have a place to change, going to uh, <laughs> to, to an event <laughs> next to the Quick Stop, and yeah, uh, had to change in the cooler of the Quick Stop. So I had to make sure I was over, like over enough so that someone not reaching for like a milk, you know, like. Yeah. Oh, hi in there, you know. <laughs> That's also the Smod Castle green room, by the way, for guests. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, 
Is, is there anything else uh, that you want to uh, do, Pete? Anything you want to add, or? No, not really. I think that that kind of uh, you know, yeah, wraps it up on my side. So we got a tight well, forty-five minutes there. It's good. Yeah, and, and uh, now for people that are also looking for Todd Frazier, uh, you can find him on Twitter at this is the best name for a, a Twitter handle. He is Flavor Frage twenty one at <laughs> at Twitter. <laughs> no, I didn't so, get a yes. chance to tell. I didn't get a chance to tell Todd, but I, I wanted to say, you know, that when I was doing like research, that when I went to all his YouTube videos, and there's a, a lot, of, you know, uh, and whether it be um, highlights from you know his his uh, career with Cincinnati or with the Mets or the Yankees, the love for that guy in the comments section, both when he was playing for them and current, is just incredible. You know, usually you know switch, change teams that there could be some resentment, you know. But um, for him, man, it's just that this guy was so well liked and um, and appreciated uh, d- during his stint for all these teams. I I wanted to tell and, him that, like, does, is yeah. he? You know, I'm sure he's aware of it. Yeah, and, but you definitely can see it. Just like as, as he presented himself today, yeah, yeah, he is just that good of a guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, that's just the best way to put it. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, like, and and if you read some of those. Uh, things like some of those other events that happened again you know save the guy choking mm-hmm. uh, um the cincinnati reds actually had uh, a bat boy like a um uh what was it he was a um oh uh, like a ceremonial bat boy oh That's i thought you were talking boy. about like the uh the national enquirer bat boy, <laughs> 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 bat boy what do they call it the midnight sun bat boy spotted <laughs> <laughs> yes, they had an actual bat boy. <laughs> the ceremonial bat boy, yeah. An eight-year-old vampire running around <laughs> Red Bank, New Jersey. <laughs> bat boy. <laughs> Wear garlic, ladies. <laughs> Go on, Nick. I'm sorry. I've completely... Oh, it's okay. It, it, I've derailed okay. this derailed, entire derailed. conversation. <laughs> it's okay. No, but... Actually, the the Reds they actually had a ceremonial bat boy for the one night, um, who actually had uh, Down syndrome, oh. and Todd hit a home run for him. Like like actually, I guess I don't know if it's one of those like Babe Ruth like predicted the home run thing, but he hit a home run for wow for that guy. That's a great story. Yeah, wow. and, and, and yeah. it was really cool. Like you can see the footage. Yeah, if, if if you look that one up, like basically, huh, if, you, if if you play the one where uh, Todd, Todd hits the thrown bat home run, a lot of times it's followed by that one. <laughs> mm, okay. How many times do you hear someone's throwing a bat and is cracking it out of the park? Um, never. The, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And when you watch the footage of that, it's like so funny because it looks like the ball is just gonna like drop in, you know, I don't know, like somewhere in center field, but it just keeps going, you know. Yeah. No, it, it goes into like center left. Right. Yep. Yeah. And, and 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 what's funny is the announcers. I think one of them was Al Michaels. Yeah. You know, he, he's saying, uh, "It's like oh, a broken bat, home run." And then his, his uh, other announcer is like, "Yeah, I don't think that was a broken bat. <laughs> I think he actually <laughs> just threw the thing." Right. <laughs> yeah. And then you watch the replays, and you see Todd going through the swing, and as he was talking about it, you know, like it was slippery, and it slipped out, and right. After it slipped out, it connected right in the yep. sweep spot and went over. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. <Lipfield's> <laughs> Go figure, right? 
but oh yeah, no, it, it was great having uh, Todd on again. And it, here's the thing, people: if you have an actual Jersey story that you'd like to talk about, or you know, you you, you have some interesting uh, things that people may, may be interested in, uh, in in Jersey, please contact us. You can reach us at our um, email, which is whatexitpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, you can get us on Twitter at exit what? Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, not as cool as Flavor Phrase Twenty One. <laughs> no, we, we we got exit what? Uh, you can also uh, visit our Facebook page, and um, yeah, you know, please, you know, like uh, sh- share our pod with your friends, your family, your coworkers, you know, like whoever you can find. You know, like, if, if, if they'd like to know a little about Jersey, the people that you know come from here, um, the events that happens, you know, like you know historical and you know, like you know, some of the crazier things too. Please share our podcast. <laughs> so, well said, Nick. Yeah. And uh, Chris, is there anything that you'd like to uh, promote? Uh, well, uh, good sir, I, and like serious matters, possibly. I have two things that I would like to promote. One being a shared universe where you could get your beautiful podcast recorded, live streamed, or anything else. Obviously, you guys are some of our happiest clients. We are. Oh, yes. So we thank you very much. Two, Serious Matters has a benefit show going on with uh, the NJ Local Fix for a need we feed, supporting... Um, veterans who are starving who need food and we'll be playing a show October 9th at the Headliner in Neptune City Wow New Jersey the tickets are online right now Um, there are links everywhere it's sponsored by State Farm and it's going to be an absolute amazing time awesome that's a great venue Chris I used to play there back in in the day at the Headliner yeah I'm so, so perfect place, it. and it's big, you know, so you can get a great crowd for such a good cause. Awesome, excellent. Awesome. Well, Chris, thank you as always for yes, like, thank you, Chris. helping us uh, put put this all together. Yep, thank you yeah. guys for giving me the best podcast we've had today. This is awesome, 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 awesome. We had fun. Yeah, and thank you to our guest Todd Frazier again. Thank mm. you for the time, Todd. Yeah, thank you, Todd Father. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, that means he'll have to ask a favor of us now. <laughs> that we can't refuse. <laughs> that we can't refuse. <laughs> Todd Father's Pizza coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's an idea. Right? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to copyright that one now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like copyrighted uh, along with uh, – what, what, what was that uh, what, when we talked with uh, Comics on Cannabis? Door oh. <laughs> oh, with um, Ed? Yeah, and yeah. Derek. Yeah, door and Derek, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got to have those guys on again. They're, I know, right? They, they are great. They were. <laughs> but for What Exit, Jersey Stories, I've been Nick Franco. And I'm Pete Riario. And I'm Chris Mad Jr. Thank you, everyone. Have Good a night. wonderful night. Take care, all. <laughs>